Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That Podcast. What is this? I feel like it's episode 25. I actually have a a title for this episode. It's called Justified because we're going to be talking about an array of different topics and I feel like the main theme here is going to be justifications and we'll get into that later. Um, I didn't tell y'all I was going to be taking a break. I know the last one I did was about um, Raz B and we were talking about the B2K situation and really I only talked about that because I was currently doing my marksmanship training so I didn't really have a lot of time to spare early mornings late days and I had to squeeze in an episode then and then when I got back I had to take care of a bunch of different stuff on the work front and uh, now I'm currently in Tampa Florida right now on another business trip so I told y'all uh, my march was gonna be swamped but I'm happy to be on the mic and talking to my folks. So like I was saying, I'm currently in Tampa, Florida for some training and I miss my family. But um, I've been so forced out of my caretaker role, my comfort zone by my husband and my friends. Uh, like nobody wants to hear my shit. Like nobody wants to hear me complaining about missing my kids or my husband. They're like, enjoy your time. Like you literally haven't had real time to yourself since you had your last child so enjoy it bathe in it soak in it absorb it girl enjoy your time in fucking florida where it's like 80 degrees right now it's real windy right now but uh it's beautiful um so i'm, I'm just trying to claim it <laughs> and i am i'm having a really good time down here um i'm enjoying my child free week i suppose i've been here since monday it's thursday today Um, So I adjusted, I embraced it, I deserve it, and I guess I shouldn't, you know, guilt myself out of my own individual pleasures outside of being a wife and a mom, so shit. Uh, I'm me this week, and it feels good. Um, Something about that declaration feels good, even though I still, you know, want my my kids and my husband. I'm enjoying this trip. Um, I got to see family I literally grew up with, so playing catch-up, fellowshipping, and introducing new themes... Uh, to conversations uh, has been mind-boggling. My friend slash sister, who I met uh, 17 years ago, uh, we're 31 years old, we met when we were 14, and uh, she has two sisters that I watched grow up, and they're on their way to, one of them's on their way to college, so we're talking college and high school and boys, and it's just crazy. Uh, uh, One's doing college out of state, so... I'm just like, okay, I'm old. <laughs> like being able to offer grown-up insight uh, to them, like even my niece, um, is crazy. Um, my niece, she decided to enlist in the army a while ago, and or when she's talking about, y'all know I'm in the military as well, or when she's having like boy issues, and I can offer my insight, my auntie wisdom. <laughs> I'm stepping into my auntie shoes, bitch. Um, I just be feeling like hella old though, like, <laughs> but they absorb it, um, or they ignore it and they create their own spirit experiences and, um, uh, we're just here as a support tool and I, I'm just good with that. So I was just, yeah, this, this past week has been good. But like I said, it's just the most boring training I've ever attended in my life, but I bear through it. I took some good notes and, um, going to take it back to the people I work with and train and educate them as well, I suppose. Um, so pretty much there is me. I kind of, <laughs> there's so many great 
things going on in pop culture right now. Great as in messy. Great as in the shit that we like to gossip about. So um, these are the stories that I love to talk about for the most part because we can manage to find like at least some kind of message in the madness, even though it'd be the craziest situations that we'd be talking about. Uh, But even then, if we don't find like the message, fuck it, we just go, you know, (laughs) settle for the gossip, the giggles and the goofy shit. So I'm going to roll right into this. And I was going to wait. I put out there that I wanted some listener feedback on one of the subjects that I'm going to talk about. Those may or may not be incorporated into it because people be living their life. And when I ask for things, you know. They be saying they're going to do it, and they don't do it, but I don't got time. I got to release this episode while I got time to spare. I'm waiting in my hotel room, and I'm literally probably going to um, pack up and uh, check out of this hotel and spend the night with my best friend who I was just talking about and uh, then catch my flight back to Virginia tomorrow. So, yeah, I got time to spare, so I'm going to re- release this episode what I got so I can put something out there to y'all. Okay, so um, there's a lot of top stories to cover, and I've already decided to name this episode for once in my life, like I told y'all at the beginning. So it's called Justified. And and speaking of just, Jesse Smollett, uh, brother of Journey, star of Fox's ever-going um, drama sitcom, whatever the fuck his name, musical series, bitch, Empire, uh, was found... He was found to have 16 counts against him, and they were all dropped this week. His record has been expunged. Not only that, but his record was uh, also sealed. So everything involving that case, nobody has access to anymore. Uh, Apparently, the questionable Chicago PD is pissed at that. And so they're moving forward at this point to try to reopen the case, get the FBA and the Department of Justice involved. So um, they is mad. (laughs) They is upset. (laughs) I don't know why. Um, And, you know, I've, I've been on the fence about this story since it was released to the public. But what I can say with confidence is that all the charges that were brought against him and the possible time uh, behind bars, to me, was excessive. Like, he lied about a story. A story. And, you know, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just continue. I just want to stay on task here. <laughs> the apprehension behind his story um, created enough scrutiny to last whatever a lifetime is in Hollywood. So guilty or not... I didn't foresee much growth behind him acting as Jamal Lyons on Empire. Like, I thought that if anything came out that he lied, the backlash from that lie was going to last him longer than any jail time they possibly could have gave him. Nobody died. I want to say nobody got hurt, but his dumb ass was the only one that got hurt. And I just feel like if anything, you know, I don't feel like what they were pursuing added up to the crime if that makes sense um now the the public's general perception is what I would say to be a good 60 40 um (laughs) as in 60 percent of people uh absolutely believe this nigga lied and 40 percent of people are like no we definitely don't trust Chicago PD they have a history of being suspect absolutely not I don't understand how anybody could believe anything that comes out of that department um and so everybody's kind of back and forth about what it is because they don't have much faith and belief in the Chicago PD and honestly 
this was a major reason why I've teetered since the initial release of this story. Um, this story, for the most part, is believable. If we consider the current climate of, you know, America right now, all of the videos that solidify that racism is very real in our society, um, there wasn't much debate. Like when the details first came out um, and we found out the, the, you know, the wave tops of what happened, that it was basically a hate crime against a black man, against a gay man, that in today's society, you turn on the news, that doesn't sound off the chains or anything. That doesn't sound like unbelievable when you first hear it. Um, so, um, I'm sorry, I lost my notes. I'm getting back to my notes. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's, it's unbelievable when we think about it, something that's very real in our society. So there wasn't really much to debate. Uh, when the de- details started to come out on this is when I started to like have observations <laughs> that something in the milk wasn't clean. Like the gay Tupac line when he was, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to show the world that he was still strong after what happened, the, how fast he went back to work. I can imagine something like that was traumatic and that you want to take time for yourself. But this nigga immediately, uh, you emerged himself into work again. And, and people deal with trauma in different ways. So I couldn't really, you know, pinpoint that. But uh, the interview that he had, um, everything about that body language and everything, shit was getting suspect to me personally. So I was like, I wanted to really be on the line. I didn't want to like not believe him. But when shit started happening, things that he was doing in particular, not even the details from the case, even though the details, Lordy, um, I just, I was just like, mm, maybe slow your roll a little bit, maybe like pull back from the media and pull back from the interviews. I think if he would have did that, he might've been a little bit better off. Um, as I mentioned prior, what was super suspect was the lack of new supports when the details started to, you know, kind of showcase his possible innocence. As in, you know, I think something came out about the personal checks that were given to the brothers, the Nigerian brothers, Lord Jesus, the scammery. Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> no, but y'all know, we know shit. Uh, y'all have been, y'all done pulled up an email and had to stop your aunties from going through with it and getting scammed out of whatever money they got left in their savings account because they thought that these Nigerian people really had it out for them. But anyways, move on. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know like when I'm thinking about like how he set it up, it's just crazy to me. If it was, so I guess I'll move forward with the allegedly. Y'all, y'all see, I'm back and forth. Like I want to believe this nigga, but at the same time, you know. But the checks came back saying that they were for personal training. There was, you know, details saying that he actually had, you know, asked for them to give him workout plans and meal prep and all that stuff so he could get big for some other role that he was prepping for. Apparently, um, we don't know that to be a fact, but that was something that came out as well. I will say. Um, that's a small detail in the grand, grand scheme of things. The, that's something that could be critiqued harshly. That's not, the, not anything that we could rely on to prove his innocence in the matter. But, you know, when it came out, I noticed that there wasn't any real details afterwards. And um, we kind of stopped talking about it as a, as a community, as the people that were watching from the outside. Um, so obviously I had to ask a few people, 
about the latest news about the case being dropped and the Chicago PD, PD being intimately involved with the decision being overturned. And how do you feel? So if you want to leave some comments on the Keith the Kentucky page or at So There's That Podcast page at So There's That Pod on Instagram, then feel free um, when I release the cover work for this podcast. Let's talk about it a little bit. I personally feel like there's so many other cases and decisions because as of today, what's today? Today is the 29th, I believe, the 28th. Um, you know, the president has moved towards they want more investigative uh, things to happen around this case, pushing for FBI to be involved, pushing for the DOJ to be involved, the Department of Justice to be involved. I personally feel like there's so many other cases and decisions to challenge, like so many. And uh, this is one that people are up in arms about and it confuses me about what people center their attention around in efforts to like analyze and prove its falsehood I don't understand um and right off the bat majority of Black Lives Matters cases come to mind when I think about possible cases that maybe the president or other people in the police force would like to challenge but unfortunately they will be challenging their own but there's you know let me bring up some names real quick Trayvon Martin Mike Brown, uh, Sandra Bland, Lavina Johnson, Kendrick Johnson. If you don't know some of these names I mentioned, Google it. Look up the cases. Look at all the things that automatically point out and you you look at it and you um, critique it and you question it because all of the details are so vague and it, it looks like mischief and craziness behind the cases but nobody challenges those. We're challenging something that that happened, but like I said, essentially nobody got hurt. Um, you know, all of these cases that have the most obvious and troubling and conflicting details, yet no justice served. People got let off. Um, people got to continue to live their lives afterwards and continue to work and not be blamed for that and have people back them up and defend them. And oh, by the way, these these, you know, all of these cases included death. Like I said, nobody got hurt with Jesse except for him, his dumb ass. Um, now, um, it's if Jesse ferried up these details, if he made up the, this whole situation, he set this whole thing up. And I believe he, he for sure deserves some kind of punishment. Uh, his validity matters so much um, because what he allegedly did was create a shadow of a doubt as it pertains to black death and LGBT death. And we absolutely cannot have that burden of doubt doubt placed on um, our very real black ass, gay ass uh, experiences, stories, livelihood, um, because the shit is happening in real life. And uh, we don't need anybody to use his decision as or or his the things I'm trying to word in a way I'm trying to not sound biased uh we we can't use it as a way to um invalidate stories and experiences at the end of the day like if it was a lie that that shuts us out from being able to go to people with our stories and stuff because it, it comes off as unbelievable it's like unfortunately he speaks for our whole community I know some of y'all don't want to claim that uh, on either side, the black community or the gay side. But because of his 
um, stature and where he he is and how celebrity works, he absolutely does. People always refer to him when we're when we're complaining about injustice or when we're um, trying to challenge the system. Now they will use Jesse as a means to shut our voices out, and I cannot stand for that. That's why it it absolutely has to be real like I'm only hoping that this whole story with Jesse is real (laughs) because um you know it would be very traumatic to our community if it wasn't you know on the other hand something in me refuses to believe that Jesse Smollett could be that stupid to dream up such a dumbass scenario uh with being aware about with without being aware of the consequences and the fallback and the scrutiny and the imminent blackball from the industry that pays him um like homeboy was just eating edibles one day and came up with this ill-planned mission on how to be a black gay messiah and that could change the world (laughs) because sympathy gained from his attack like help me like is that what he was thinking about if he did it if he set it up is this are these the things that was going through his mind was the nigga like high out his mind and thought that this this thing wouldn't get fought, uh, found out because I like I said when it came out I was already like this is a very is it's a possibility for sure but <laughs> it's a lot of stuff why you know what I'm saying am I I'm tripping I could be but you know what I'm saying <sighs> I just think it would it would be dumb if he actually sat down, planned this out, and thought that it was going to work in his favor. So, yeah. I was going to have some listener opinions. They will be inserted if I get any by the end of this episode. If it doesn't, then you guys came to the show to hear my point of view anyways. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to my thoughts about Jesse. But we're going to keep on going because the next situation is yet another controversial one that I might get backlash myself for I want to talk real quick about Cardi B I want to allow you all the opportunity to side out the fuck out of me uh, because throughout this whole segment of the podcast I'm gonna be real y'all hear something about this whole shit (laughs) like I'm gonna be really like blind to the bullshit and I'm choosing to be this way. So by all means, ignorant is bliss. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just letting you know, Ken, folk, that's my mood. I know it's problematic. But if you pay attention to me <laughs> in my podcast long enough, you know that I'm a very, I, I'm the queen of change of heart. And y'all niggas might refer to it as backpedaling, but whatever. Y'all ain't finna keep me in a box. So it is what it is. It's whatever. So the back brief of this whole Cardi B situation is a resurfaced video emerged from Instagram. And uh, in the video, Cardi B was going live as she does often. And within the video being transparent, she admitted that prior to her rap career successes, uh, that she would allegedly rob and, and drug men. Now, if you're an Instagram veteran like myself, I followed her as she documented her life. Uh, you're very well, um, you're well aware about her past as a stripper, her come up as a reality TV star, and subsequent um, hip hop career. We all know if we followed Cardi B prior to all of this that a hoe never gets cold. We know that hoe never gets cold, Cardi. Um, we know how open she was to discuss ex- explicit details about her life. Um, this 
was one of the things that made her lovable. These are one of the things that made us wrap our loving arms around Cardi B and want to protect her and shield her because of the realness that she exuded. So she said that she robbed and drugged some people who made attempts to solicit her for sex. And uh, I would definitely condone her acts. Um, I would definitely have to say, though, that rape and robbery, because this has been the, the, the conversation on social media. We've even got a hashtag surviving Cardi B going around the Twitters and the social media platforms. But I got to say, even though they both start with an R, rape and robbery are not the fucking same. I just, I just can't. I am personally unwilling to categorize uh, them as such. I just can't. Um, we are talking about men and sex work. To me, without complete details, I'm absolutely not canceling her. But y'all know I'm not on that cancel train bullshit anyways. I cancel who the fuck I want to cancel. Y'all don't got to know that. And y'all don't got to agree to that. And uh, that's just how I've been rolling anyways. Um, I definitely can't compare her like y'all been doing to R. Kelly and Build the Box Collector. Like, there's absolutely no comparison. (laughs) I don't know why. Y'all just feel a need to, I don't know. Maybe it makes me a hypocrite. But still acknowledging her bad decisions, I I can't imagine engaging and living a life of a sex worker uh, that transitions from stripper to prostitute either being in porn uh, it, it can turn from maybe something fun that they started in order to get some money um, it could be a means of survival and, and then it can turn into a dark industry if you ever looked into sex work in the porn industry the, the strip club and all that stuff it, it can be a it can turn into some dark shit real quick um, but I'll put it like this as I've been per usual perusing the book of phase and the comment sections on Instagram, um, there was a comment that made me giggle about this. And the comment was, I can't believe she would rob somebody without their consent. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, let's back this up. Let's rewind it. Uh, let me see how much time I got left. I don't want, I don't want anchor to cut me off. I love anchor, but on the mobile app, it cuts you off for 30 minutes. So I just want to check my time. Anyways, going back that robbing, robbing without consent. Jesus, like, help me, help me make it sense. I hate to do the whole, I find it funny when, how shit, <laughs> you know, the compare and contrast shit. But let's talk about, you know, regular, degular, schmegular robbery. Is y'all like under the belief that niggas is out here asking per- for permission to rob people? Like, this ain't just me too, like a me too situation. Um, by any means, with exception to the fact that she was engaging in sex acts for money, robbery is robbery. And then usually it's by means of weapon usage and force. But Cardi B, you know, probably when you're dealing with a big ass nigga that is pursuing you for sex and it's usually, usually aggressive. I would assume that Cardi B would have another met- method to the madness as far as it's concerned. She she very well could have used a, a gun, but we probably wouldn't have Cardi B today because she probably would have got shot um, or stabbed or whatever the case may be. So she used her uh, a more covert method, I guess. <laughs> and, and drug, I'm not laughing like that, but I'm just saying in general, I'm just the whole robbery without consent thing really had me bent. I was just like, what? What do you mean the robbery without consent? I don't understand where you're coming from. Um, how to use drugs in order to uh, <laughs> bring down the enemy or her enemy 
and and rob them and take their money um which is horrible um but uh, i need again for y'all to to like stop using cardi to validate your funky ass opinions about r kelly and bill cosby um when you were just claiming their innocence last week or when bill cosby was going to jail you could have swore that niggas had conspiracy theories and he was trying to buy nbc and this is the reason why they all had him set up or r kelly oh this is the reason why he's going through this he was dealing with trauma y'all don't love black men y'all don't hold black men uh y'all don't uh y'all don't listen to our stories but again, I'll go back to the, the Rasby shit. Y'all don't care about yourselves. <laughs> I'll say that out loud and willingly. Um, seek therapy uh, like like we've been doing. Anyways, um, why? Uh, you're trying to find out why people were against them. Um, you, I just feel like pick a motherfucking side. Even though y'all 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 either against crime or y'all with the shits, like you gotta pick one. Cause I'm I'm totally within this whole thing. I'm really not even trying to justify Cardi's acts. Cardi's acts were trash. <laughs> she shouldn't have done that. Uh, but I also have to remember at the end of the day, Cardi B has been stripping since she was like 15. Uh, she's 25 now, and uh, she's been in the industry as in like the actual Hollywood industry for like not even five years. And uh, she's still learning. And I'm pretty sure she had to deal with some pretty traumatic shit growing up. And that was one of the things that she was willing to tell us. I need somebody to take her phone. Um, uh, rape and robbery are, are similar as in their, their horrible acts. But trying to compare the two, even with the addition of drugs, I, I just, I can't agree. Drugs, guns, knives, hands, uh, they all can be used as um uh, mechanisms to slow and intimidate victims into submission and the end goal is to take their money and no matter if it's drugs or guns or whatever you're gonna feel um you're gonna feel away after it happens to you so but I definitely she's not sitting on niggas dicks after she didn't drug them I know that for certain I feel that for certain I feel like that's what she was leaning towards I feel like she would get the dude in the hotel room get him a drink dude passed out she took his she took his money and like I said I might sound like I'm minimalizing or trying to make it seem like it's nothing it's definitely something it's definitely nothing that I would admit to on Instagram live with however many viewers that she had um but I'm just not willing for y'all to sit up there and, and box her in the same box as R. Kelly and Bill Cosby I just I can't allow that to happen so fill your ways but uh, I'm just going to give my opinion about that because um, the end goal, you know, whether, like I said, whether using drugs or guns or not, the end goal is kind of just to rob niggas and take their money. So, and, and it's like many of our favorite male rappers uh, lived in robbery, partaked in robbery and had the balls to rap about it after the fact. And, and what are you going to do about it? You're going to spend the fucking record. You're going to stream that shit. You're going to keep it pushing. And some of you guys just don't like Cardi. So any possible mention of her downfall, you're just going to fall for her. And, and I just need you guys to admit that. Okay. If you don't fuck with Cardi, you don't fuck with Cardi and you ain't got to. You don't. But Cardi, girl, again, I, I just want you to stop being an idiot. I said it. And delete your old shit. Get somebody to go through your Twitter right now. Like, not now, but yesterday. And go through it and look for those those target words, okay? Those words, you know what we're talking about. Look for those ones that you get in trouble for. 
look at your old Instagram, peruse the YouTubes and get them to take that shit down. And uh, stop going live about every fucking thing. Anytime that somebody has some kind of allegation against you, you got to go on live and let us know. We don't need to know. In scripture, um, what is the scripture again? I'm pretty sure it is uh, the, the book of B-Day. Um, uh, what is it? 444. Uh, Beyonce said, just don't say nothing. That's all she said. That's all. I, I thought y'all, y'all thought about, I was probably going to take y'all to church and I ain't got time. Um, I think y'all getting y'all stuff together for that end game movie. Again, I guess it's supposed to be three hours and everybody been talking about how black church been getting us together for that. And it absolutely has. And if you're a fan of that, then you should be more than prepared to go to that movie and be able to hold it out because at least there is entertainment and uh, not the same sermon you heard a year ago. No shade to church, but I peep. Y'all just be saying it in different inflections and shit, but I get it. Anyways, Cardi B, get culture some fucking snacks. Please, and then stay the fuck off of Instagram and get these checks. That's all we need from you. All right, y'all. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm right at 30 minutes. So, right now, I'm going to take a quick break. And then we're going to continue a speed round of updates of shit that you may care about. But I'm going to tell you about it anyways. All right, y'all. So again, we're coming back from break. Let's do a speed round of updates that you might not care about, but I'm going to tell you about them anyways. First story, B2K. I have a dollar to bet (laughs) that this store won't close at completion. Somebody get Raz B to Ayama. He needs the best bosom hug that titties have to offer. He just needs it. Um, Like I've said previously, I do believe his experience. I think something happened in his early uh, years uh, during the developments of B2K and early in their career with their, you know, when they were dealing with early success and all that. And I'm just hoping that he takes some time to really examine his feelings and get it out because right now the pressure is fucking killing him and um he definitely needs to pursue some kind of action if he thinks chris stokes really did something if he feels that way about him if he feels taken advantage of or something happened to him he needs to do something you know as of last week he walked off the stage uh, during a performance and then he went on an instagram rampage and b2k had to do you know you know they had to cover their ass and let them know everything was still cool but at the same time it's just like it's suspect y'all still got so many dates to do and so many shows to perform and uh i just want y'all to be at least you know 95 percent like uh when i'm a paying customer i ain't bought no ticket because y'all ain't gonna get me <laughs> i feel like the ticket that i buy is the ticket that y'all gonna be like well shit like oh no and for me like first off y'all eight count like i said y'all eight count gotta be solid um, I need to make sure that everybody's chest is in order, the same order that was in when I was standing for y'all a few years back. Baby oil got to be popping, lineups got to be on fleet. I just, I can't have it no other kind of way. Next story, Mini Leaks. I've been wanting to talk about, I think I've been mentioning her a little by little, but I haven't really gone into great detail about it. Mini Leaks continues to showcase her narcissism on Real Housewife of Atlanta. And that's usually quality that we we love to hate from Nene Leaks. But the way she's literally made every storyline and topic about her this season has me uneasy. Specifically with her husband, who is fighting for his life, basically. He's, I think he's in, um, 
I always get to this word and I mess it up. He's in remission for cancer. And um, it just seems like she's upset that the world ain't revolving around her. Somebody else has to have a lot of attention on them. And I wish that she would fix herself as far as that's concerned. Uh, she's ups- She's basically upset that she has to step it up as a caretaker. Um, I think I've mentioned before that my mother, uh, I grew up watching my mom take care of a few of my terminally ill relatives. Like they would move in the house. She would take care of them. Uh, being a close observer to my mother's situation, I get frustrated with Nene. Um, I've seen it up close. And I, I get the frustration that Nene has as a caretaker. Um, but her lack of understanding and empathy for her own husband is perturbing to me. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to the reunion, though. Um, <laughs> because it looked like everybody's going to have their ass. As of today, actually, if you check on any, pretty much any Real Housewives of Atlanta page, Instagram page, they have the trailer for the reunion. And it looks like everybody is against Nene because everybody is over her shit um for the most part so I'm looking forward to that it was filmed earlier this month and it seems like she's unfollowed everybody except for one of her castmates and she pretty much only refers to them as co-workers and child even Cynthia it looks like next episode she's gonna be noticeably upset with Cynthia uh, with Cynthia because she invited Kenya to her own event but it's starting to look since I've seen the trailer it looks as if Cynthia didn't know that Kenya was going to be attending the event weirdly enough <laughs> I'm excited to see Kenya have big fat pregnant ass I shouldn't say that as a person who has been pregnant three times I definitely shouldn't call her fat but it was all in love because you know Kenya is usually annoying to me but I think since she's had her kid obviously we haven't seen the way she acts um, it just seems like she's a little bit more love, <laughs> like lovable. Y'all see how hard it was for me to say lovable now that she is a mother and a lot more easier to take in. Like I said, we were not watching her every Sunday night anymore. So that might be, she might be worse. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it looks like this next episode that's come on this Sunday before the reunion, which I think this is the finale episode that's going to be coming up next. Um, Nene is upset because... Kenya is at the event and uh she's very mad at Cynthia about it and and I'm like well it's Cynthia's event like how are you gonna tell people who should be invited like that is a low-key pet peeve of mine like if you don't like somebody that's coming to support me like get over it get over it I I'm just not gonna not invite somebody just because you don't like them that's my friend We've learned, I've learned how to be cordial. Your secrets is your secrets. Her secrets is her secrets. I don't intertwine the two. I know how to uh, maintain relationships between the both of you. Don't make me choose. That's not fair. So I'm looking forward to seeing these next few episodes. But I really just had to talk about Nene again. Um, just annoying the shit out of me. It's just, and being a hypocrite. And, and totally just what I would say is letting Greg leaks down. Like, she, she totally is letting him down. Um, she could have handled that with a little bit more grace and, and not been so self-centered about it. The dude was dying. <laughs> she, he had cancer in him. He is dying. His body is turning against him, and, and you're worried about you. I don't, I don't know. Even even having that harsh conversation of and mentioning 
talking about wanting to break up or divorce him and he looks sickly in the face like I can't understand that and having him still have to maintain like the common sense within the relationship and maybe having the forced conversation maybe that's something that you wanted from him but I just felt like it was such a um manipulative way to go about getting that like there was a more um loving way to tell Greg what you needed from him instead of bringing up divorce um because you ain't going nowhere Nene like what the fuck like uh, so anyways this is the season of Nene making shit about her and uh I wish she would just be I just wish she would chill out but anyways like I said that is what makes her uh tv gold this is what we watch her for we get annoyed we need to we love her for her shade but this this season has been a little much to me anyways moving on I didn't want to talk about that too long uh, I feel like I asked y'all about Lil Kim apparently she's releasing an album um do y'all care I don't care I don't care if she's gonna use that auto-tune shit that she's been trying to use with us for the last few years I don't want it I don't deserve auto-tune Kim we deserve better we need that uh that that uh deeper toned little kim you bring that you bring your lyricism and shit that we know that you absolutely have in you because you're a goddamn legend you do that bitch and you gonna be on the top of the tops where are you at remy ma by the way anyways don't really care too much about that but you've been releasing the album for like how long i've been waiting on it anyways next story apparently the kardashian kardashian jenners are uh documenting all the fuckery that happened this past year on the next season and I might just bootleg this season because you know what I'm not going to give them any ratings but I do want to have tickets to that shit show for sure looking at my notes looking at my notes um let's talk okay what's this next speed round Rob and Black China Rob sticking on that Kardashian train um apparently Rob Kardashian seems like he's actually doing what he's supposed to be doing as a father (laughs) and therefore they've come to an agreement about child support and y'all seem to lose your mind about that (laughs) y'all kill me this has been the week of me just succeeding in mess in the comment section because I went back and forth with several people and one of the news stories that I went back and forth with people about is Rob Kardashian because I just don't understand when niggas actually take care of their children and they come and have a good relationship with their mother usually you don't have to tap into that child support like sphere because y'all have an understanding about who does what for the child And then y'all don't gotta have that type of stuff. Usually I feel like child support is because y'all don't know how to fucking talk as adults. And then, yeah, now the fucking government has to interfere in the way that you guys parent your children. And and men go back and forth with me about the fact that, uh, well, uh, well, dudes don't ever get to do whatever the fuck y'all wanna be talking about. I don't care if you you don't wanna take care, if y'all wanna come to an understanding, then, you know, Obviously, there's going to be child support there. If you feel like the mother's unfit, take them to motherfucking court. I don't want to hear the bullshit excuses about mothers always being in favor. If you have not at least attempted to do that, I don't want to hear shit that you got to say about nothing and how the system's biased or what the fuck. Because you ain't even attempted to see. Yo, your willpower ain't went that long yet. Like, for you, like, to be saying shit like that. So, I don't even be going back and forth with niggas like that. But today, yeah, that day I had time. So, yeah, congratulations, Rob Kardashian. 
you out here taking care of little dream black china was like you straight i ain't gonna maybe pay child support and that's exactly the way that the co-parenting situation is supposed to work i am going to actually uh predict that they might try to get back with each other they have been very they could be just you know on the same page with each other finally but i feel like they might attempt to maybe you know make it last forever who knows i don't know who knows uh next question who the fuck who who is who is question of the day who is ari and who is javante davis or who the fuck who are these people that the shade room keep posting every other day i got an update about them what they said in their dms what they put on their instagram story what they be talking about who looks good what kind of outfit they wear i don't know who the fuck they is and i barely know who the fuck queen naja or whatever her name is and i got a whiff of her goddamn song one of the other days and she could be tanache and she could be fucking all these other new hoes that then came out and i don't understand why we giving her so much but at the same time i ain't no hater it is what it is but i really want to know who the fuck who is these people who's javante davis I, I did google i said i wasn't gonna google them I think he's a boxer, but I still don't know who the fuck she is. I don't. I don't. Like, Shay Room really been trying my patience. Because between them, Regine and that nigga breaking up every three seconds. And what else? What else? What else did they be posting all the time? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. But y'all know for sure. Every other day, we got an update about Regine and that uh, YFN Lucy nigga. Oh, what the fuck his name is? y'all don't see how i'm up to the curse words with this segment because i'm just up i'm over it i'm tired of hearing these niggas but i be trying to get my tea so shout out to the shade room i appreciate y'all but i'm trying to figure out is these niggas paying y'all to just keep you know like keep them in our faces like i'm over it i wish y'all found something else anyways anyway moving on what's the next story is that it? Oh, the last one. So, oh my God. <laughs> I, okay, I get it. I get that everybody pretty much feels no sympathy for Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is a woman who took radio media by the balls, said the things that people, she was like, <laughs> I know I'm not comparing her to that thing. But she literally said and asked all the questions that people in the media were not getting away with. She was a trailblazer, whether or not you choose to believe it or not. And uh, she definitely began in people's business. But for the most part, somebody pursuing radio, I, I, like I said, I've even noted Charlemagne the God, even though as questionable as that nigga is, that those are just two people I've always looked at that if I wanted to be as courageous as they are on the you know thing because for the most part even though they push the limits I take from them the little things that I would like to apply to my radio career once that happens I wouldn't take all of it I'm really not trying to dig deep into people's you know personal lives and I feel like that's the reason why that's the reason why a lot of people do not feel any type of sympathy about Wendy Williams. Now, as of lately, she came off of this long hiatus. There's been rumors swirling around about her and her husband breaking up. There's a side chick. Oh, now she's pregnant. Oh, she didn't have the baby. And it just seemed like she was going through a lot. She came off a hiatus. She had various different people filling in for her uh, during her time that she was away. And 
and uh, when she came back it looked like everything was going to be good then boom uh we find out that there is a baby involved and uh yeah man it just it sucks it really does but what I just want to say um I think Wendy is old enough (laughs) at this point obviously she's I think she's 50 a little bit over 50 edging towards 60 I want Wendy Williams to get help seek help maybe I know I'd hate to I don't have time my work schedule doesn't allow me to sit down and watch Wendy Williams obviously um but I I have liked liked her page on my Facebook so I catch up on the hot topics and stuff like that she helps me keep abreast so I can talk to you guys about the things I'll be talking to y'all about now am I in people's business when I do my podcast maybe but it's public motherfucking I can hear it I, I can see it and that's the one thing that Wendy Williams needs to address and absorb and understand for herself, especially as being somebody in the media is that people are, uh, when they find out facts about her, she cannot run from those issues, especially with how blunt and um, messy she can be on her own show as far as it pertains to other people's lives. But then she's got this big scandal going on in her life and she's mom. She doesn't want to talk about it. Although this might not be the format, she might want to go to somebody else's show, you know, to maybe talk about it and keep, you know, her own bubble safe and clean or whatever. But at the same time, it's like she's got to be prepared to answer those questions because it's the same thing she requires from her guests on our show. Um, I just want her to be safe. I want her to um, get well. I want her to leave that nigga. I feel like her little Kevin is old enough to understand the details. He's probably reading head t- headlines right now. He probably side-eyeing his mama because he's like, what the fuck? Why are you still hanging around? Because he should see it. He probably understands. He probably hears it. Uh, I really want her to just get some help and figure it out and then come back refreshed. It's okay to start where she is. Even though y'all give her hell, y'all say she look like a man. I don't agree. I think that, I think Wendy looks good. I wish she would apply some of that titty meat to her ass so she can have a more shapely figure. But for the most part, I don't think that Wendy is an ugly lady. I think that she went a little overboard at some point on facelifts and she's been letting the shit settle in. And as of recently, trying different wigs and shit. And I think she looks good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna jump on me about that. But I just, I don't think Wendy's an ugly lady. I think she can definitely start her life over and find somebody who is willing to respect her, take care of her, and not live off of her. Because exactly, it just seems like what that nigga been doing is just hanging around. Because she is a highly successful black woman in um, a sought-after industry. And uh, who would leave that? You're gonna have a whole-ass side family and stick around and still just be causing this this woman grief and I just don't understand it I want you to walk away one day do it for your health do it for your career and do it because there is there is a, a life on the other side of what you're going through girl I don't want you to I don't want you to leave us soon I want you to get better so oh I think was that pretty much all that I really wanted to talk about let me go through my notes really quickly I uh, have to respond back to this text message I just got before I get left I'm trying to eat I'm hungry I'm down here in Texas I said Texas Florida I'm in Florida um and my friend was like yeah that guy Zaxby's down here I was like what because a bitch ain't been on her diet all week because I ain't have a car so I had to eat what I had to eat shit I wasn't gonna suffer any tuna all week I just wasn't gonna do it not with, not with this part damn I gotta take 
I gotta do what I gotta do. But I've been working out. <laughs> I've been running. I actually got to run uh, like a sunrise run. It was really something felt spiritual about it. It was amazing. It was great. And I don't like to run. So the fact that I even got up, got dressed at six o'clock in the morning, went outside, looked at the, the sun on the water, and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna run this. Um, that was God calling me <laughs> to get my life together anyways. The fact that I even got up and did that. Um, let me go over my notes. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Loving Hip Hop's back on the air. Do y'all care? It's Atlanta. Um, Kirk's bringing Rashida around the baby again. Rashida want to sit up on TV and critique this young girl's parenting. <laughs> They need to have a conversation. That was absolutely out of pocket. I guess the two-year-old's still in diapers, and Kirk brought the baby around, and she's like, uh-uh, he don't need to be in diapers. Now I understand whatever your personal thoughts are, however you raise children, that's fine. Um, but for her to do that on TV, like, that was petty. You're just being petty, and I understand why, because your whole situation is fucked, girl. <laughs> like, you got a real-life crazy fucking situation going on, so I know you're going through a lot of stuff. But if you're going to embrace the baby, you might as well go and embrace that mama. You just can't. Y'all ain't going to have no good relationship. Um, or at least have Kirk. Make sure Kirk does. You don't have to. You don't try to embrace the child. You're doing it because you're planning on staying in that relationship. And so that baby is going to come with the territory of being married to Kirk Frost still. So, um, But I definitely was like, bitch, you didn't have to do all that. You don't have to critique her mothering skills on TV given this like I said given the situation I get it but if you're gonna if y'all gonna fucking be adults the shit I was talking about the whole co-parenting shit if y'all gonna be adults don't be petty in your efforts man go 100% if, if it, it's in good intent and you have a good heart about what you're talking about I'm sure it will be received well um uh Stevie wants somebody to be so mad that he didn't uh, wipe the Faith Evans and I just want him to know that I'm pretty sure the woman that Mimi been running around with, she absolutely don't give a shit about your relationship with Faith Evans. Now, what she probably do care about is the fact that you bringing niggas around her kid without telling her. That's what's wrong, 50-year-old fucking Stevie J. That's the issue. And it shouldn't even took Faith Evans to be the one to to break that shit down to you, Barty style, because you should have understood it. You got, like, 5,000 fucking kids at this point. Don't you think that the mother would like to be involved with, like, interactions with your new bitches? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to call Faith Evan a new bitch, but he done had several different bitches throughout the whole fucking evolution of loving hip-hop Atlanta, and, and the Mimi's just always been there just dealing with the shit, but you done made it permanent now, so you need to be fucking figuring it out, Stevie. Who else? Um, I know immediately that I'm going to be over this whole, um, what's her name? The Jamaican lady. The Jamaican lady that bleached her skin. Because there was a whole scene of her going in there and getting a consultation from her doctor. What is her name? It's on the edge. Uh, Soda S. Y'all tell me. I know one of y'all always does. But she went in for a consultation. Y'all know what I'm talking about. There was a lady that went viral not too long ago because she's normally a beautifully dark-skinned Jamaican dance hall artist and she released a a picture of her (laughs) looking like a white lady so everybody was confused trying to figure out what's going on because what's going on so they show the behind the scenes the alleged behind the scenes behind the reasons as to why she did that she had a song called black hypocrisy or some shit like that and was talking to the doctor and because the doctor said hey man 
before I know you're talking about wanting to get a bleach situation but I have to ask you a few questions before and she's very like off-putting to her and uh, upset before she could even finish anything and then the doctor mentions something about mental health evaluation and that's when she just got upset and I'm like bitch do you not understand the reasons why because you are literally asking for somebody to um, whiten your skin in the effort to appear as somebody that you aren't. And sometimes a person that cares about you would probably ask if you you okay. You know what I'm saying? Is you straight before you go through something so life-changing? Like You could probably get back in the sun and catch some color, but for the most part, you've probably ruined all of your fucking skin cells from going through something like that um spice that is her name <laughs> I was telling it was on the <laughs> it was on the edge I couldn't think about it who else um I think we find out Erica is pregnant I don't think we get to see Scrap and the Bam and Scrap and the Bam has become one of my favorite reality star couples I think so like I thought that they were gonna end up broken up for real and I just I think from following both of them on Instagram, they released a picture, uh, a video of their kid learning how to swim. If y'all follow Scrappy or if y'all follow Bambi, oh my God, go to that video and just watch Scrappy's fucking face as he watched his son learn how to float in the water with a floaty. Like watch Scrappy's face. He's totally enamored with his kids. Um, you could tell, like, whatever the bullshit. He's always been one of the least troublesome people. <laughs> and on 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 a Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I think his mom I probably caught more grief from me than he ever had. He's had his moments, but for the most part, I think Scrappy was just young. And he's finally found his bam. And he's got his family. And he's always talking about his daughter with Erica. And they seem to have a good relationship with each other. And uh, so just watching that, I don't know if they're on the season or not, but it w- it's totally a joy to follow them on Instagram. Anyways, um, who else is on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta? Um, homegirl get married again. We'll see. But the, I will say um, what I did see on this last episode, he looks like he's probably like the real dude that she probably really been messing with. Like. But she was brought on life and she was fucking with uh, young jock Carly Red. this is who I'm talking about uh, when she brought all these niggas you knew it was for shows for the sake of a storyline but um, I think that the dude she seems like they're cool don't look like he's bad I hope he ain't bad and then some all they always bring on some new niggas and Tokyo Vanity's still on her they trying to get her to lose some weight and she pissed off about it and uh, what was it? I was going to say Treasure, <laughs> the one whose name spelled wrong Shin on the season, but the other girl that had the nail shop, she's back on it. And I have absolutely zero fucking cares about whatever storyline she's going through. And honestly, her confessionals make my ears hurt. So, yeah. Yep. That is, uh, oh, I pretty much covered everything. I was waiting for one of my friends, and I probably will cover this on the next episode. One of my friends is going to be hosting or emceeing in an event um, about um, really embracing black hair. And this event is going to be focused upon dreadlocks, sister locks, 
Which, by the way, you guys, I will be having my sister like establishment by the end of April. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I've been a, looking like a young girl with my two strand twists and just really appreciating my own hair and loving myself and loving the way my own texture is. And um, I finally decided to go through something where I am natural for the most part. So I haven't thrown away my wigs yet. I may be giving them away to the ones that are still, you know, functional or whatever, you know, some of you I told you I was a synthetic wig queen. So I don't think, you know, besides outside of my mom, anybody else would want my wigs, but I kept them up. They're good. Um, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to just wearing my own hair for a while and without relaxers and being okay with my texture and being okay with how I look with just my hair and not to say I wasn't happy with it I just felt like I felt like I didn't want to deal with my texture I was intimidated about my own hair and I finally grown out of that I always felt like I when my hair was done it looked good um when my hair when I went natural I just kind of like I just went into uh, <laughs> um Kawhi Leonard braids all the time Alan Iversons I rocked those and then I was like I'm okay I can't look like this I'm gonna look like somebody's fucking stud every time I walk out the house and and I really ain't out here trying to be down like that and uh, <laughs> so uh, I would throw my wig cap on and throw a wig on there for the sake of, you know, because that was the only hairstyle that I mastered and the only one that I probably had flexibility to wear in my uniform because there are uniform regulations and hair upkeep and all that stuff for, you know, what I do for my career. So I'm looking forward to that. But as I get information from my friend Joe, um, I will be posting those. She's looking for emails. Um, of pictures, experience, and stuff like that for our natural uh, hair wears, uh, dreadlocks, sister locks, sisters. So I will have more information about that. Before I close the store, uh, the store? What store? Before I close the episode, I want to shout out my good girl, uh, my friend Gia. She's going through something personal right now. And if you guys know me you probably know me because Gia has repped for me before she's uh she's you know basically put my podcast out there with her fan base um and if you know me you probably you probably know Gia and uh if you don't know Gia you probably should follow Gia if she lets you in her gated community but I will say without divulging too much information is that um she's going through something just uh hard uh, my cousin she's going through something hard and I talked about her and I dedicated my last episode to my cousin Sharice and uh just dealing with death and 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 using usually hearing my friend Gia being such high spirits and um, positive or being goofy or just being fun and loving and just these past days she's still been very active on social media um but I can hear it in her voice and I can feel it I'm such a fucking empath and it's just it's just hard to hear people and know their spirit and um really just hear them going through something so I just send all of my love and my prayers and all the positive vibes that the universe could offer to my friend um and to pig um if you don't know you don't know if you know then you know um especially the pig so um Ooh, this felt great. This felt amazing. I feel good. Um, 
so again make sure y'all check out Ooh, oh, i got 10 seconds make sure y'all check out at so there's that pod on instagram and at keep it kentucky on facebook so there's that catch y'all on the next episode